Hi football fan and welcome to the home of football. We're gonna do something new. Every month people from 433 travel all over the world to create football content. They travel from derbies in Turkey, to stars in the Premier League, the match days in La Liga, to upcoming talents in the Bundesliga. A lot of interesting things happen when we're on the road, so we've decided to add a new format to this podcast. Once a month, I'll sit down with a couple of people from the company to talk about our adventures in the world of football. We'll call it Inside 433. In this episode, we talk about shoots with players like Pedri and Ronaldinho. We talk about future podcasts we're working on, a special Johan Cruyff project, and what it's like to meet your football heroes on the job. We hope you enjoy this episode. Let's go. Alright, we're at the offices at the headquarters of the company. Next to me are sitting Vishal Kallan and Tim van Dam. Welcome guys, how are you doing? Hello, I'm fine and I'm really excited to uh, record this podcast with you guys. I'm also fine, I'm really excited for this. Uh, looking forward to spread some uh, new stories here. Yeah, so let's talk about your roles at the company. So I make podcasts here. Vishal, you've been here, it feels to me like you've been here forever. Actually, it's it's not been forever, but you are involved in pretty much everything that goes on at 433. You know about everything, when it happens, why it happens. And uh, you also always think you know best. And the, the inconvenient thing for us is that you do know best pretty much all the time. So how would you describe your role? Well, actually, you describe it really well. <laughs> I think I know best. <laughs> no, I'm uh, well, obviously Fischel Kalan and then I'm producer at 423. I've been here, I think in June it will be three years, so it's not that long. I think Tim is here way longer than I am. But yeah, somehow it turned out that I'm uh, in uh, planning production, uh, partnerships, uh, everything. Yeah, you travel around quite a bit as well. What's the last trip you've been on? It was uh, Manchester, uh, so we went to Manchester for a shoot with Ilkay Gundogan and uh, UNHCR. Cool. Which is really fun because it was uh, we, got, we we went there to surprise three refugees. Oh wow! Um, so yeah, that felt really grateful, and you saw the kids uh, really liked it. And uh, obviously, you have to do a lot of different content, but this type of content always makes you feel happy. Like you you go home and think, okay, this was a really a really nice day. Yeah. And Ilkay was really really great as well. Uh, really patient, really good with the kids. Mm. Um, so overall, really, uh, yeah, really nice. I've never met him, but he seems like a great guy, Ilkay. He is. He's very smart. He knows what he wants. So if you want to move into a different direction, he's like, no, I, I'm really aware of what I'm doing right now. Uh, but that helps a lot with the content as well. Yeah. Uh, he really made decisions that he said, like, okay, I don't want to travel too long because I have only two hours. Uh, and that two hours I want to spend with the kid, kids. All right, Tim, how would you describe your role at the company? Wait, 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 wait. He gets a glorious introduction. <laughs> he gets a glorious introduction and I'm, I've got this introduction. Okay, uh, thank you, thank you. This um, means that he doesn't know what you're doing. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm editor-in-chief of uh, 43NL. Yeah, the, the, the Dutch brand. Exactly. Um, but just like Fischl, I'm doing a lot of other things as well. I'm part of 43 Studios, the part of 43 that uh, creates longer content. Original um, content. Yeah. Original content. I do interviews uh, with a lot of players. Yeah, it's, it, it's a long list of what I do here. But Since uh, when have you been working here? I already work here for almost five years. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. 
I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Years. I started years. as a, a copywriter for the app, the 43 app. I don't think it still exists, but yeah, I was there. I was at the universities in Amsterdam. I did that as a side job. And then I graduated and I thought, well, why should I leave? I can do everything I want here. And I got got the freedom to do whatever I want. Cool. Um, so, yeah, there was no reason to work some somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. The people who listen to the podcast actually heard you uh, before, I think twice already. You did the Akin Fenwa interview yes. and the Soboslai interview, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah it was at Leipzig uh, with Soboslai. Really interesting talk, but with Akin Fenwa, that was, that was a party. He's... Uh, <laughs> He's a guy that really uh, delivers. If you ask him to talk, he talks. And he has an interesting story as well. Yeah. So for me, that was, yeah, a great, great uh, guest in a, an Hour 43 podcast. Yeah, I really liked the interview you had. So another guy who was supposed to be here today, but he's not because he's on the road, is Metechan. He had a crazy couple of weeks. He went to Barcelona first, then he went to, I think it was Mallorca. Then Istanbul, I think right now he's on his way to Nice and he'll be in Qatar soon as well. Uh, it's crazy. Right after the Galatasaray-Barcelona game, uh, when he was traveling back uh, back home in Istanbul, I called him to you know get to know what his experience was like at the game. Uh, let's listen to that clip now. Hi bro, how are you? Hey bro, good with you. Oh, good. So what was your feeling today, you know, uh, going to the match, you know, beforehand? Of course, you were hoping for a Turkish win, I think. But what was the feeling like? No, I think Barcelona were still the favorites. And and when I am working for 43, then actually I am good at also holding my emotions, which I have to do. But I, I was more content-minded today, actually. When I was going to the game, you saw it probably, bro, like... The, the, the cars weren't moving one centimeter. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to run. Like that was the only option. So so I ran like two, <laughs> three kilometers. Uh, I made it in the end. Thank God. Yeah. So yeah. what was the situation there? You were on your way to the game and then uh, traffic was totally stuck. Oh, yeah. Like also the police took some cautions. They closed some roads to, to for security. I was on my way since six since 6 p.m., the game was the game was uh, at 8:45 Turkish time. So at six, like two two hours 45 minutes before, I was in taxi, and then around 7:30, I 
I still couldn't make the stadium. So I was like, okay, like if I wait in here, it's going to be a problem. So I have to get out and run. And I think I run, ran uh, two, three kilometers and then I was wow. on time. Because I was a Galatasaray, you know, like you do these activations with the clubs or some, I don't know, brand, but this time I was a club and they were like asking, like calling me like, where are you? Like we need you. <laughs> like, like where the hell are you? We're gonna give you your accreditation, and you have to go away. Like the game is about to. Okay, I mean the warm ups and everything. So sometimes it can be stressful like this, like because you just can't uh, like see it, see it beforehand that there's gonna be this much traffic. But yeah, I should have I should have uh, seen this scene seen it coming. Yeah, you my bad. Made it, though. <laughs> Yeah, I made it. it. I made it. Yes, yes. It, it was fun content, though. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what I was gonna say. Like it was like in the end, it uh, turned out to be fun content. Like you, that's what you want to see. So yeah, yeah, that's what. Uh, yeah, so I'm happy about it actually. It's part of the of being a football fan, right? Yeah, so exactly. Man. What was the atmosphere in the stadium like, and especially after the first goal for Galatasaray? Well, <laughs> goosebumps. Like I would say, goosebumps. Like. It's like so like that's that's the thing about the Turkish football. Like quality has been uh, going down and down lately, but the passion is still there of the fans, you know. And uh, yeah, that's that you feel it. Like I watch uh, football all over Europe, uh, but this is in Turkey and also Greece. I would say like it's something different. Like you have to be there. Like I think everybody who loves football should watch a, a big football game in Turkey, like a derby or a big European night like uh, tonight, Barcelona. You should, like, if you love football, you should experience that atmosphere because like, it's like uncomparable and I can't really describe it uh, with words, you know, I'm out of words, I would say. It's just like when I even think of that moment when Marcao scored the goal, like it's just, uh, yeah, Goosebumps, man. Now I'm getting goosebumps. Like, really. Like, this this, this is um, crazy. Yeah, just talking about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, crazy. Man. So I don't want to be a bummer, but, you know, when the when Barcelona started to take over, you know, and they, they scored and they scored again, what was that like in your experience? Yeah, you could see, like, uh, I think they played like the Barcelona we know, you know? And actually, that was also like for me as a football fan was good to see because like you you want to see that Barcelona, you know, you don't want to see the Barcelona at the beginning of the season or the, the, the past six months till the new year. You want to see this Barcelona and it was great to see it because like they're a big part of uh, football. It's good that they're like bouncing back right away. Like you see that they are bouncing back with the new talents like Pedri Gavi. I think that was great to see as well. At the end of the game, you know, Galatasaray tried to equalize, didn't manage to. Uh, then the referee blew the final whistle. What was it like in the stadium? What did you feel when the game was over and it was all over, it was done? Yeah. To be honest, I was so cold, man. So I was happy that the game ended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jokes aside, like you could see Right away, after the final whistle, like they were chanting, because I understand what they say since I'm Turkish. Like they were just singing a chant, uh, telling the players and how proud they are of them. So after final whistle, it was just a proud moment, I think, for all Galatasaray fans, because like losing 2-1 aggregate to Barcelona for uh, such a new team, Galatasaray is also a new project. But yeah, so it was a moment of Pride, I would say, for Galatasaray fans after the final. What are you gonna do now? Are you gonna have some drinks? Are you gonna do, no, do something bro, else, or just gonna I'm chill? So, 
I'm so tired. Like since last <laughs> Thursday, I'm just uh, flying. And tomorrow uh, at 9 a.m. Turkish time, I have another flight to, to Genova first. And then from there, I'll go to Nice. We, I'm, like we're going to uh, like we're gonna attach Monaco's PSG. So tomorrow morning, I'm flying right away. So I think my body needs some rest. And yeah. I will just go home now, chill a bit, talk to my mom, you know, and then, uh, and then I'll, and then I'll just, yeah, sleep. And then in the morning, I'll go to the airport and fly again. And then, yeah, after two days, going back to Amsterdam, some uh, four or five days of chill, chill time, and then to Qatar. So, yes. uh, yeah, these, these days are a bit, a bit, a bit uh, heavy, but yeah. uh, I, I like my job, so no problem. I'm grateful. Yeah. Barcelona, yeah. Mallorca, Istanbul, now Nice, it's it's crazy. But uh, yeah. we love to see you travel around, Mette. So uh, thank, thank you, you. For, for taking the time for this call, man. And I'll talk of to course, you later, man. bro. Of course, bro. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Can I just say, um, do you know how hard it was to plan this this podcast <laughs> yeah it was crazy <laughs> because metachon was everywhere but also when he had the time he had to do his nails <laughs> he had to <laughs> had to uh, do all the, the makeover things <laughs> you're saying meta is a very vain person now i think this 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 uh this phone call yeah. recaps meta really well like almost missing the game <laughs> really passionate but saying he has his emotions in check <laughs> i think that's amazing but yeah uh, for him this is the cherry on the pie like going to his favorite team and then visiting his family but it was indeed very difficult to schedule this podcast not just because of meta but because of Fischl's uh, schedule as well Fischl, you're sorry <laughs> you're always all over the place like uh, like we said in the beginning of the podcast been to Manchester recently what what's something else you've been working on over the last couple of months that you enjoyed or you are passionate about uh well many things of course but I think uh, if we talk about the last months I think the, the shoot we had with Pedri for Talent of the Year, I think that one was like outstanding because uh, you have a young talent who has a lot of attention on him. Uh, but the way he did everything, he was like, he was just like a, a fun kid coming over, having fun. You really saw that he had, he had fun with us uh, and also with FC Barcelona, how they treated us. Uh, such a big club. We were like treated really well. They, they picked us up, uh, brought Pedri. They never complained or anything. They just let us do our thing and they didn't interfere or something. And Pedri was amazing. And after that, you see him scoring goals and uh, giving panas, doing skills. He's now compared with Iniesta, etc. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that gives you a good feeling because you also see that it's a really good guy. So then you really uh, feel for him that you really hope that he's doing well. And you see since he's back, uh, you see that also Barcelona is playing better. Um, and yeah, when someone's that nice and that cool, then you think, okay, that's, that's, a, that's very, very great to see. Uh, he got a he got a, a marmor ball which we created for him, uh, and he also saw that he really took the time and he really appreciated it. Uh, yeah, he saw just that he's like a humble guy who's amazing at football, uh, which I think everyone like is everyone's dream just to be a normal guy but mm. be that good at football. So uh, he's like the boy next door, and that that always gives me a good feeling. 
What's the process in something like that? He wins the award and then a lot of things start to happen at this company as well, right? People start to think about ways to make a video about handing over the award. And I think, you know, people see on Instagram the result. They see the cool video you guys made. But what was the process, you know, after it was became clear that Pedri would win the award? Uh, what was the process from that point on? Um, so as soon as we knew that Pedri won the award, we reached out to his management. Well, thankfully, we had a campaign with him just before. So the, the contact was already there. Uh, we also reached out to FC Barcelona. And basically, also his team is really open to, to work with us. So it's like, okay, he won this amazing award with 43. We really want to do the handover, but it has to be in the right time, of course. Uh, so from there, we, we take our creatives. We have, uh, like Tim already mentioned, the, the 43 Studios team. And then we're going to brainstorm what, what do we want to do, how we want to do it, what do we need, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then at the end of the day, you just put it in a, you know, in a deck, in a document and then send it to them. And they basically approve it straight away. So I think also on that side, it was really, really it went really, really smooth. Cool. Uh, which makes like the whole process makes it so much easier. Yeah. Shout out Rijn van Dam as well for yeah, making definitely, uh, yeah. the video. Yeah, I mean, it's a podcast, so you cannot show it. But yeah. if you have some time and you want to scroll on 43, just, just make Look sure it you know, up. That's, yeah, that's yeah. a really, really great result. Yeah. I think it's also a really great thing for us that we can, uh, we, of course, you can always do an award, but it's really the, yeah, almost the people's choice award for football. And um, to see how, also how genuinely glad the people are that that win the, the, the marble ball, like the biggest talent for last year, Haaland. This year, Pedri, they really, yeah, I'm really humbled by seeing that they really like what we do also. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's also a good point that you say shout out to Ryan because I think that these processes get better and better when the quality goes up and with the studios team of really like artists, they're artists and what they can do with the camera, that's that's amazing. So for me, it really helps in conversations with partners over Barcelona with Pedri or uh, Depay or Puma. It really helps to have these guys uh, on board because the quality is better. So there are more people who want to work with you. Yeah, it's such a cool video with Pedri as a, like a superstar, right? Yeah, yeah. So like he comes in like a su superhero, the yeah. super Pedri, and uh, <laughs> yeah, he was like I said, he was amazing. Like he, he knew instead uh, immediately what we want to do. Like we explained it a little bit to him, and it was like a language barrier between Spanish and English. But he immediately understood, like, okay, I, I'm gonna do this, and this is gonna be very cool. And it turned out to be very cool. Yeah, and he took the time for it. Did he um, say something afterwards when he saw the result? Uh, his team said that they're really grateful. Uh, FC cool. Barcelona also really great. So, And the biggest compliment is that they say, oh, we want to work with you guys again very soon. Cool. Because that means that they're, they're happy. You, you can say, oh, we're happy, but if there's no follow-up. Yeah. But in this case, there's a follow-up. So, uh, 
yeah that that's i think the biggest compliment for everyone yeah yeah cool tim what's something that you've experienced at the company since you started working here that that amazed you well i've i've actually experienced a lot but um every time everybody asks that question i have one answer and that is um we went to the testimonial for uh, Rafa van der Vaart in mm. Hamburg. Mm. And we were actually part of team van der Vaart. So that me- meant we could go into the locker rooms. We could go everywhere in the stadium. We were at the same hotel also. And um, we were at the after party. We were <laughs> at the after party. It's good to mention that, yes. What was so special is it was my first trip actually. And I got the whole experience. So I entered the locker room and I'm, I'm not really starstruck quickly hmm. uh to be honest i'm almost never starstruck yeah and i entered the locker room and I, it was really amazing so i'm from the year 1994 and um uh, every player that i've seen in in my youth they were there like patrick kluivert edwin van der sar uh, ruud van nistelrooy van persie robbe all the dutch giants yeah from our generation yes and also i got the full experience because i was kicked out by Louis van Gaal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was that makes the, the story complete. He said in a weird German sentence, like, aus, ausbieten out. And then, yeah, he didn't, want you, he didn't want you there in the dressing Actually, room. Actually, I understand that because he wanted to give a speech mm. uh, to Van der Vaart, which was really personal. Yeah. Then I wouldn't have myself in that locker room as no, well. So. No, no. Oh, well, it's funny because we were four guys. So I, I was there, Tim was there, Pascal, our video guy. And David, who was our host back then, was there too. And Tim, Pascal, and I, he kicked us out. But David, who he kind of looks like a pro baller as well. <laughs> and he could stay in the dressing room. So he could get even more experience than, I, than we got. Yeah, and actually, he, he yeah. actually got to stay in the yeah. dressing room. Yeah, because yeah. I, I really think he thought he was one of the players. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. And he, he also said he was a bit scared as well because he didn't want to be caught. And, uh, he had his microphone on so we could hear what was said. Actually. Oh, cool. Um but uh, yeah, then we were at the match. We were what, at the sideline. What, what did he say then? Oh, he said I was. Oh, Van Gaal. Yeah. Okay. David said something else. He said I was, I was scared shitless. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can say that here. This profanity. But uh, Van Gaal uh, just yeah spoke from the heart, and I think mm. we should respect that that he didn't. What, what he said. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's this this means that he doesn't remember what he said. <laughs> yeah, just style it out. Just style it out. Yeah. But the story is not complete because. Um, I have, uh, since I was young, a sort of fascination for Yari Liedmanen. Mm. I'm not an Ajax fan. I want to uh, stress that. But yeah. um, Also I, played at Liverpool, Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. He, and he was an amazing player, technical. Mm. And he, I have seen so many hours of, of YouTube clips of him doing amazing work, uh, uh, performing amazingly, yeah. having great skill. And then um, he was there as well. So I turned around and I saw him. And that was, I almost never asked for a picture because I don't want to, yeah, be that that yeah. fanboy. And then I saw Yari Liedman and then I was really starstruck because, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, yeah, big part of my youth, actually. What what happens to you when you're starstruck? I froze. You always have a big mouth. I, um, well... Okay, I'm going to intervene here. You're you're giving that introduction to Fischl like a kiss ass because he arranges everything for you. And he said that I also know it all. So yeah. Oh, oh, how bad, how bad. No, uh, I think I deserve better than that. So. But yeah, I'm a loudmouth. I think I, I make a lot of noise. Yeah. Um, 
Small some, heart. Yeah, small heart. And sometimes <laughs> in all that that noise, sometimes there's something interesting in it. <laughs> so uh, we have to keep that in mind. <laughs> all right. But all right. I'm a loudmouth and I froze. Mm. I've actually, uh, I was really, that's one of the first times and last times I really was starstruck. Cool. I, I saw Do we have footage of this moment? I have a photo of him <laughs> and I immediately sent it to my father because oh, cool. I was so, yeah, happy with w- it. What did your father say? Yeah, he, yeah, it was. My father is uh, always proud, of course, but yeah. just realistic, not really over the top. Yeah. And then he said, yeah, that's really, really cool. Yeah, Jari Liebman is a legend. So what are you guys working on now that you're excited about? Fischer, what are you working on? So today at 6 p.m. we have a, we have a Zoom meeting with Ronaldinho, which is uh, huge. Oof. It's nice. Um, so Ronaldinho is going to react on Ronaldinho's videos mm. uh yeah which is fun that's one of the things uh, and the wow. other thing is uh qatar uh, i don't want to jinx it but i think that that we're going to shoot with david beckham uh, oh, wow. nigel de jong uh, a lot of other legends so those are two three things that we're working on at the moment <laughs> crazy um, yeah ronaldinho <laughs> yeah. if you love football you Poof. love ronaldinho yeah, yeah. definitely unfortunately it's a zoom call but i mean you have to keep something to dream about to meet him in real life so six o'clock today, you have the Zoom call. Yes. H- how do you prepare for something like that? Ooh, I think that's the, I mean, just, just as usual, especially because it's a Zoom call, it has to be very quick, uh, very efficient. Um, helps that he speaks Spanish <laughs> and I don't, so we have a translator in between. Um, yeah, yeah, for me, it's just my work. Just before six, I'm getting a bit nervous for it, but yeah. like now it's like, okay, I have to do this at six and... Uh, I'm already prepared for it, so it's fine. And will the Zoom call be the recording also immediately for what goes online, or will it be a Zoom call to talk about something you will shoot later? Uh, no, it's a Zoom call to to that goes online later on. Okay, cool. Uh, what was it? Wednesday afternoon, we got the confirmation that he could film yesterday, but he couldn't make yesterday, so it's going to be today. Yeah. Uh, so it also happens so fast, so there's no time to think about it. Yeah. Um, mostly after, like, when you're done and I'm back home and I, I tell it to someone else and they're like, oh, that's great. And I'm like, yeah, that is great, actually. Uh, it goes so fast and like if we go from one project to another, which is a lot of fun. But just when someone else says to me, like, oh, you really have a good job. Like, oh, yeah, that's kind of true. I yeah, think, that- I think we've, we forget that a lot. Mm. And for, of course, people don't always see the product and not the process. Yeah, and yeah, we work really hard. And for example, with shoots, it's it's six days of stress also. But what official says, I really uh, recognize that. Mm. Like for me, it's work, always work. And then when somebody else says, "Oh, that's really cool," then I think, yeah, it's it is really cool. And I think, yeah, I really I recognize that. Yeah, I don't think we have the time to to really. Uh think about what we've done because you're already going to the, to the next one. And I think it's also a bit in the DNA of everyone at the company that when we shoot with, uh, I don't know, if we shoot with Ronaldo Ronaldinho through Zoom, we want to shoot with him in real life. So that's a bit of the dynamic. That's also like we always want to grow and do better. So you're not really looking back, uh, which I think is also, sometimes it's good to look back, but sometimes it's also good to have that, that motivation. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but sometimes when I'm, uh, back home and I talk to people and then they say okay, oh that's really 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 nice that's the moment that's the only moment you think about like yeah that's really, really nice. nice yeah um, are there not moments in the year when you get to reflect a little bit maybe around Christmas that you think about the, all the stuff you've done over the last <laughs> year 
<laughs> what are you laughing at, Tim? Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. Like Christmas is the time to reflect on your work. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the, that's a good point because then you reflect on your work, not on what you've done. Like you reflect on what could have could have gone better or mm. what would you want to do next year. So you're not really thinking of, oh, we done done this. Oh, how amazing was that? Uh, mm. I think the only time we re really had that was a 24-hour live stream uh, two years ago. Mm. That was huge. That's another story, yeah. That's, a, that's another story. <laughs> yeah, which we are not going to tell. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely another story. A, re a really good ending, though. <laughs> uh, it ended with Tim in tears. He was so uh, emotional after oh. 24 hours of hard I was, work. I was up for 48 hours. <laughs> I, was, I was a mess and I didn't... You were crying? I was crying, yeah. Oh, really? Because um, we were ending the live stream And then David, he said like, well, and I want to thank everybody behind. And I was already holding back tears. <laughs> and then I just, yeah, it was really shameful. <laughs> it was and, embarrassing. And it was really great because, uh, not that you were crying actually, but <laughs> it was really great because like the whole company on the ball and one F, they were all uh, there for the end. So the last yeah. hour, they were all there cheering for everyone. And that also helped in the process of thinking, oh, we did really uh, yeah. something special. Uh, cool. And I think that, that, was a bit too much for Tim. <laughs> uh, that's the thing. Mostly are with three or four guys on a shoot and you go home and yeah. then it's editing and then you get feedback and it goes to the next one. And that was a, a moment that like yeah. the full company was here to, to cheer for you. So that then you know yeah. like, oh, wow, this was really great. Yeah, yeah. It was really a collective effort as well. Everybody had a sort of job and it was really stressful and I was tired and yeah yeah i didn't work here at that point yet but uh every once in a while someone brings it up and it's uh, it was a quite an impactful moment here uh, i think yeah tim what's something you're working on that you're excited about oh i'm I'm working on a project right now which i'm really passionate about um we're trying to create a series about uh johan cruyff and johan cruyff is of course the biggest footballer the netherlands has ever known and um, Possibly the, the the person that has the most impact on football that we know now. Mm -hmm. So in April, he'll, he would have been 75 years old, which is a moment we yeah, could use to yeah, tribute him in mm -hmm. some sort of way. And the project we are working on now is actually, we have heard enough about the, the, the football player and we actually we can't hear enough about the football player. Um, but of course, there's already made a lot of, videos documentaries about the, the the football player the football philosopher sure um so we want to do something different and that is uh the man behind the legendary iconic number 14 hmm. and we want to try to yeah just find anecdotes about johan cruyff about uh the man personal yeah. stories yeah yeah really personal so um, people who knew him tell personal stories of experience they had with yes yes oh, yeah. yeah it's a really good idea <laughs> Why uh, do you think so? Was it Vishal's idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah, check your WhatsApp. I think this is, I, I have never experienced I, I, I said something in the be beginning of this podcast about Vishal. Yeah. I don't know. Know it all. Yeah, he's a know it all and he's, he isn't humble at all. <laughs> and, and you give him that introduction. I'm still bothered about that. You give him an introduction like he's the king here. And he said, oh, Tim, you are here as well. <laughs> But okay, okay, okay. Forget about what uh, Fischer said. It is a collective idea. <laughs> We thought of it collectively. Um, but I'm really passionate about that because 
I think this is a project which really has my heart. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well, man. Sounds really interesting. Cool. Thank you. It's Vishal Sedi. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sam, I saw a lot of cool stuff from you as well uh, last week. Can you tell us something about it? Oh, thank you, Tim. Yeah, so um, one of the podcasts I enjoyed working on was uh, with uh, Sunil Chetri. He's the captain of the Indian national team. And what I liked about his story is that he's a star in India. A lot of people there know him, of course, the captain of the team. He scored like 80 goals for for uh, for India. Uh, but in Europe, where the main focus of football media is always on Europe, of course. But um, in Europe, we don't really know Sunil Chetri. So I'd like to bring that story to the European audience as well. Um, and uh, he was such a wise and intelligent and kind guy as well. So I really enjoyed making that story. And Making that story made me realize that maybe I want to make more stories like that about uh, football players who are very famous in their country outside Europe, but who whom we don't necessarily know a lot about in Europe. So uh, I'm also working on a podcast about football in Iraq now with Yunus uh, Mahmoud is one of the uh, people I spoke with for the podcast. And he is, of course, a massive star in uh, in Iraq, but he never played in Europe. Do you know him actually, Tim? Or? No. No. All right. So he's like the... Uh, the, the Maradona, the Johan Cruyff. Let's say the, he's the Johan Cruyff of Iraq. So um, I'm looking forward to making that episode as well. Um, uh, giving new perspectives in the podcast, I think it can be a useful platform uh, to bring stories I, like that. It's also I, your thing, like the, the niche stories. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's a really great example of how 43 has expanded as a company and has uh, developed in, in storytelling as well. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, I think... Um, uh, I think 433 can do everything, you know, can do fun content on Instagram and more immersive stories, uh, maybe more on YouTube, uh, in the podcast, on different platforms. So uh, it's good to see that that we can do all kinds of things here. And I, I really enjoy that as well. Yeah, I think also that, that our team, everyone is also very open to do new stuff. So when it's new, there, you always see eyes sparkling, oh, let's, let's try it. And Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work, but I, I like that a lot, but that always new ideas or new players or a new vision, we're, everyone is very open to it. I think that keeps it fresh also. Like um, We have a really uh, a young, talented team with, with, with camera guys, uh, creative guys, and um, we get the freedom to create anything we want, actually. Yeah, that's that's very true. I think that's a beautiful way to end this podcast for, for this this week. Uh, let's do this again in a couple of weeks, about once a month maybe, to you know check back, talk about everything we're working on. Uh, I really enjoyed it, guys. Yeah, I really enjoyed it too. Start planning already, because if you want to have uh, us next <laughs> month at... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's we should just call Matt every time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe we should. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.